My name is Ellen Meyer, and I am delighted to welcome you to the Lifestyle Emporium podcast. You will find inspiration, courage, and practical life skills that will help you overcome challenges and realize and fulfill the purpose that you have been created for, while living in joy and abundance throughout the journey. We have reached episode 7, and this one, darlings, is one of my favorites. Take your power back. Epigenetics prove that you can. Today's message is a message of tangible hope in the midst of a sea of negativity and uncertainty. This is a time where so much seems to be out of our control that we could be tempted to feel powerless. To some degree, this is a call to take your power back, to release control over the things we cannot change, and to master that which is ours to master. So stay with me. You will emerge empowered towards the end of this message. I don't think I need to remind you of the state of our society. My gosh, if you are a member of any social media group, or if you read the newspapers, you will have seen the roaring negativity and criticism that prevails. This gives us a glimpse into the mental and emotional state that the world is in, and the statistics confirm this. Globally, the divorce rate is rapidly rising, and according to the World Health Organization, a large percentage of people worldwide suffer from depression, which is a, and I quote, leading cause of disability worldwide and a major contributor to the overall global burden of disease. Not to mention anxiety and other mental health issues which are present in our immediate friendship circles and society. Sadly, statistics does not even accurately reflect those who are suffering silently. The World Health Organization also confirms that suicide is the second leading cause of death among 15 to 29-year-olds globally. Young people at the very prime of their life. In fact, among all ages, one person every 40 seconds loses their life through suicide. My heart breaks for you, dear friend, if you are suffering or have lost someone in this way. Interestingly, at the time when these statistics were researched, we were not in the middle of a world war or a recession. In fact, I started researching this before the COVID crisis. Life was just life, with its hills and valleys. To date, we have not yet seen the full range of repercussions of the current coronavirus epidemic. But shouldn't we be happier? With more access to instant entertainment, to knowledge, food and shopping, and even social contact through social media than ever before? Apparently not. We are experiencing an epidemic of loneliness and discontent, of hopelessness. Times are tough for many. It is devastating to hear the hardship that so many are experiencing. And this is precisely why I was inspired to pursue counselling as a chosen profession, as a vocation. Studies have proven the tremendous difference it makes to be in a collaborative counselling relationship where therapy is empathic and solution-focused. In my quest to find ways to help those who are suffering, to overcome and, dare I say, even thrive, I have done a study of people who have endured suffering and have managed to rebuild their lives. Would you like to know what is the common thread in their stories? I think it is best said by Viktor Frankl, Australian psychiatrist, philosopher, neurologist and 
Holocaust survivor. He said, Everything can be taken from man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way, to choose one's own way. He goes on to say that, when we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. The common thread of survivors and of those who conquered is to resolve to change what you can change even when all else seems out of control. And the starting point is you, your very own attitude, thoughts and actions. I have a question for you. Try to be objective. Do you really believe that our current society is experiencing more hardship than years gone by? Think back through history before you answer. Not many of us have survived a world war, holocaust, or lived in a period where a woman's value was simply tied to whether she could produce a male child. How many of us in Western society have experienced slavery or child labor or do not have access to medical care of some sort if needed? Hardship is relative and everyone has a battle to fight, that is certain. All of us will be faced with a choice to focus on what seems to be insurmountable or to search for hope and possibilities. Never before in history has there been more promise and possibility. Is it possible that the access to instant, an expectation for a life hack for every challenge, may have affected our mentality and our ability to persevere? That we have forgotten how to consistently fight for things that matter, like marriage, and to be prepared to work hard to succeed, to truly engage our mind and find solutions. It is becoming quite clear that social media connections could never replace real person contact. It is time to acknowledge that we have contributed to social isolation way before the coronavirus did. However, if we have made things worse, we can certainly make things better. If we study history and those who have survived unthinkable tragedies, it proves that it may not always be our circumstances contributing to the state of our mental health, but perhaps the way we choose to think about our circumstance. I would like to start to create an awareness of something as seemingly small as how you react to the thoughts that arise prompted by a given circumstance. This goes far beyond mere positive thinking or positive affirmation. This science. Let's take a closer look. Something as supposedly abstract as your thoughts brings a reality to life. Real emotion which could trigger a real action with real consequence. It could bring your fears to life or your dreams. Marcus Aurelius said, Our life is what our thoughts make it. And science proves that he is in fact correct. Scientifically, we are able to, through our thoughts, affect the way our brain responds, which in turn affects the outcome of how we think and act. Our thoughts and emotions actually have a very tangible presence in our brain matter. Listen carefully. It even impacts our genes. Accordingly, we live the repercussions of our thought life daily. The thoughts you think send neurological signals to the brain. And done repeatedly, it starts to make genetic changes, which then causes physiological transformation. 
There is much to this intricate process, but the term that is used to describe this science is called epigenetics. The simple truth of it is that we can literally change ourselves and even our genes positively or negatively. This could enlarge our skill set, our capacity and creativity. Science proves that anyone committed to intentionally putting in the required effort will see a significant change and improvement in brain function. And this is not about becoming the next Michael Jordan or Einstein or Beyonce. No, even better. It is about becoming the best version of you. And in some cases, breaking cycles of generational conditions that could be debilitating. If you are intentional, you could transform your performance and productivity, your relationships and your marriage. These changes can last for generations. Think for a minute of the profound implications of this statement. Our choices not only affect our lives, but those of our children, the generations to come. Science reveals that our decisions alter our genetics. This news is both good and bad. This may explain to you why you may be predisposed to certain conditions, perhaps obesity or addiction. But science proves that this does not have to be a life sentence. You could be the one to break the cycle of addiction, behavioral challenges, abuse or disease so that your children would not have to fight the same battles. How liberating! This alone makes this concept worth exploring. The study of epigenetics has revealed that there is indeed hope for those who are entangled in bad habits, past choices, and even your genetic predisposition. We do not have to be the victim of our genes. How often have we simply accepted our destiny because it runs in the family? It does not have to be this way. Once a thought enters our conscious mind, it becomes possible to alter it and we are able to take that thought and reshape it. Studies show that a large percentage of mental and physical ill health is as a result of our thoughts. This is staggering. Negative, fearful, anxious thoughts are literally destructive, whereas positive, strong, hopeful thoughts are life-giving. The brain is therefore adaptable, and it responds as we instruct it to respond. This is a very simple explanation of the neuroplasticity of the brain. And this is great news for those of us struggling to change bad habits, overcome obesity or anxiety. This is great news if you thought that your future was set in stone by the negative words that someone spoke over you or even that you spoke over yourself. This is great news if you felt trapped by health conditions or actions that your parents seemingly passed on to you. What I find even more exciting is that there is also neuroscientific research which reveals that there is evidence of significant improvement for many cases of brain injury and for other disabling mental pathologies. As long as someone has the mental capacity to choose, improvement is indeed possible. For some of you listening, you may say, okay, this makes sense, but how do I do this? I use cognitive behavioral therapy and counseling sessions. It is a proven therapy whereby counselor and client collaborate towards a transformed life, which starts with a transformation of thoughts and attitudes. It is a powerful and entirely drug-free approach. 
And for those who make the effort, they are always amazed of how they are capable of far more than they ever thought possible. Sometimes you just need someone to walk with, someone to guide you or to believe in you. Find a trusted friend or contact a counsellor to practically help you. Whether you are motivated to just start to have a more positive possibility mindset or whether you choose to get help, persevere, no matter how daunting your situation may seem. The study of epigenetics continue to reveal how magnificently we are made, that we are in fact made to conquer and overcome. Regardless of our social background, all of us have this very same power. The power to choose our attitude. The resolve to find ways to flourish. You may have felt that life has been unfair. Or maybe that you are truly a victim. But where will this attitude lead you? Instead, I encourage you to do what other survivors and conquerors did. Make the decision to change your attitude and to take your power back. I will continue to give you more practical tools in future episodes, so do stay tuned. Or reach out if you would like to explore having an online counseling session with me. You could schedule a complimentary discovery call where we could discuss the suitable actions to take. As we come to the end of this episode, I would like to invite you to connect with me on social media, on Instagram, at Lifestyle Designer on Insta, or Facebook, at the Lifestyle Emporium Tribe. Or you could visit the Lifestyle Emporium website, which is available in the show notes. Until next time, friends.